Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. So we're going to read three verses from Hebrews and then I'll have you be seated. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as ye see the day approaching. You may be seated. So just continuing on in our series of of just basic uh, fundamental beliefs, amen, that we need to hold dear in our heart. And tonight I want to talk about the house of God, amen. The first uh, lesson in this series was about the church, uh, and that wasn't anything what we're going to talk about tonight. That was more about the church as a whole, the body of Christ, and, and all of that, amen. But this, I'm talking about the actual house of God, and what it means in the believer's life, what it means in the Christian's life uh, for our success, amen, and for just the furtherance of the gospel uh, in this city, in this area, amen. So, see, after we have obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ and we've been born again, then faithfulness to the house of God is vital in order for us to have a growing, vibrant, and powerful relationship with God. It's so important. We need to just get right right into it. Amen. And have a good habit. You know, they say it takes 21 days to, to get a, in, into a habit of some things. Amen. And we need to have a good habit of coming to the house of God. Acts 2.41, we know that chapter 2 of Acts was the birthday of the church, the first sermon, and, uh, and people being added to the church. Uh, and it says, then they that gladly received his word after Peter preached were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And then what happened? They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in breaking of bread and in prayers. Now, I know that early church didn't necessarily have, you know, maybe a church building right off the bat. But they did have a house of God, whether it was somebody's house or they met in a field or a barn or somewhere. Amen. That's the house of God. Wherever God's people meet, that's the house of God. Amen. You can turn some ordinary piece of property into the house of God when the church people show up. Amen. And God says, take your shoes off. You know, this might have been a rock-strewn side of a mountain a minute ago, Moses, but now I'm here, amen, because you're here, and you take your shoes off, it's holy ground, amen. So our text passage in verse 25, it said, uh, use the word provoke, and usually that has a negative connotation, but this is actually a good connotation, amen. It says for us to uh, uh, provoke one another, actually verse 24, provoke one another to love and good works. And the word provoke means to stir up, spur one another on, or to motivate. And the best way to stir up and motivate 
love and good works in our lives is to gather together in the house of God consistently on a regular basis, rub shoulders with each other. Amen. You know what? We don't have a lot in common with some people. Amen. But we have a lot in common with each other. We're all going the same direction. We're all trying to go to the same place. We're all looking for the prize, Jesus Christ, and we're going to make heaven our home is our goal. Amen. It's important we get together. Amen. Praise God. So he said, not forsaking, Hebrews 10.25, don't forsake assembling yourselves together because some are doing that. But he said, exhort one another and so much the more, not the less, the more when you see the, as you see the day approaching. What day is that? The day of the coming of the Lord. And as we see that day approaching faster than we've ever seen it, Amen. He said, so much the more. Get together. Amen. Encourage one another. Rub shoulders. Pray together. Believe together. Amen. That word exhorting one another is another way of saying encouraging one another. So much the more because God is coming back soon. And a lot of things people are worried about is not going to matter a hill of beans a hundred years from now because God's coming back and they can have it. We'll take Jesus. Praise God. And I got to have the house of God to keep me going, to keep me encouraged. So the house of God is a very unique place. It's a place dedicated, set apart for a very special and specific purpose. It's a spiritual hospital, amen, where people can come in, amen, sometimes emergencies, sometimes just need to check in and get some IV fluid, get some, you know, get the paddles and, you know, get that heart going again, whatever it needs. It's a spiritual hospital. It's a soul-saving station, amen, praise God, where people can come and find the Lord. They can be born again, amen, they can repent and they can be baptized and we can pray with them to fill, be filled with the Holy Ghost, pray Praise God. And this is a, you can, you can repent anywhere. You can, we can baptize you in a swimming pool, a bathtub, a lake, a river. Amen. You can get the Holy Ghost anywhere, but there's no place like the house of God where the concentrated faith and praise and prayer of the people of God. There's, this is one of the greatest atmospheres for all those things to take place. It's, this is an oasis in the middle of a hot, dry desert. Amen. Praise God. Where we can come after, after a hard week of just, you know, doing things or whatever. And we come in here and we just soak it up like a dry sponge. Amen. Plunge into a cool bucket of water. Just taking it all in. Amen. Thank God. Praise the Lord. It's a rest stop on life's busy highway. You know, we, we're all on the highway of life. And sometimes it's like a fast lane crazy thing, uh, you know, like rush hour and, and uh, it, it just gets crazy, but we need to get off the highway sometimes. And that's what the house of God does. We get off, we go to the rest stop, amen, and we find rest for our souls, amen, in God's house. It's also a filling station. It's a charging station, amen, you know, throw in the, the electric cars, whatever, charging station, filling station, praise God, amen. We come in here and our batteries might be low, our tank might be on 
on fumes. I don't know about you, but there, there's times in my you know young days when I would just see how far my needle would go down. Well, is that really empty? Or let's just see how empty that is. And then I'd be pushing it. And then I'd go, okay, well, that's the real empty. Praise God. Amen. But we don't want to let our souls and our hearts get on fumes. That's not going to be conducive to a good walk with God. And the house of God is where God meets with his people and his people meet with him. Amen. Jacob, he called the place uh, where he uh, stayed when he was on the run from his brother and on his way to his uncle's house. Uh, he called the place Bethel. Amen. Because he had a vision. He had a dream and he saw a ladder that went from earth to heaven and angels were ascending and descending on the ladder. And he woke up and he said, this is Bethel. Amen. And the word Bethel is house of God. And this is where the angels coming up and down in this place. Amen. And being ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation. Amen. The angels gather and they do what they do. They're protectors. They can pass about those that fear God and do deliver them. Amen. And they touch our hearts. Amen. And they minister to us. Praise God. And we thank God. I believe there's angels every time we come together. And I believe they're here now, even though we don't see them. I believe they stay here when we're gone because I pray, Lord, protect this place. Amen. 24 seven. This is a place where our spirits are lifted. It's a place where we receive direction for our journey and answers, amen, to life's hard questions. It's a place where people gather together to draw strength from God and from one another. Amen. The Bible talks about pillars in the church. The Bible talks about there are those, amen, when we come to church and that we look to, amen, as examples and pillars that we can lean on. Amen. And I thank God for the wisdom, amen, in the hearts of the people that come to this church and other churches where you can come, amen, and you can say, well, there's brother so-and-so, there's sister so-and-so. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And, and they, and people are living a, a great life, an example, and a witness. Amen. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And thank God we see people following the Lord. Amen. And it's encouraging. But if I don't come to the house of God, I'm not going to see anything. I might just be focused on all this negative stuff, but I come here and I get refocused and I get realigned and I say, okay, amen. Even King David, as much as, uh, you know, he was the only one in the Bible that was, was said to be a man after God's own heart. And even he, amen, at one point in his life, when we read the book of Psalms chapter 73, even he started kind of questioning things. He saw the prosperity of the wicked. He saw how people were getting away with things and they didn't give God one, one ounce of care and they didn't give people they didn't regard and it seemed to, to him that the people that were giving their lives to God were, were uh, having the worst part of life and that people were wicked and you know what happened was he stayed away from the house of God amen and he started lamenting all these things and then he said until I went back to the sanctuary then I understood the end of the wicked and that I understood Stood. Amen. Praise God that the righteous are never forsaken. He said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, and I've never seen his 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 uh, seed begging bread. Amen. Praise God. And that's what happens when we 
when we stay away from the house of God, we think up is down and right is wrong and it gets all kind of gray and, and, and it gets kind of foggy out there. Amen. When we come in here, it's clarity. When we come in here, we, we know what's going to happen. Praise God. And we, we're thankful. This house is, is a house of so many things. Even Jesus, when he came to the temple, he saw that they were selling sacrifices. They came over. They said, hey, anybody need you know some lambs? Come on over here. You need some turtle doves? You need some oxen? You need some grain offerings? Whatever. They were merchandising right inside the temple. And he got fired up about it. He said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. And you've made it a den of thieves. Amen. This house, amen, is we're in today. It's a house of prayer. Amen. It's also a house of healing. Amen. And it's a house of praise. And it's a house of salvation. And it's a house of holiness. It's a house of hope. It's a house of blessing. It's a house of faith. It's a house of grace. It's a house of mercy. It's a house of forgiveness. It's a house of revelation where God takes a, amen, the cover off our eyes. And one of the greatest things about this house, it's the house of new beginnings, a fresh start, and a second chance. Amen. I'm really not teaching, and I feel like preaching. Praise God. Hallelujah. So it's where we pray together, we sing together, we praise and worship together, and we hear the Word of God together. We get challenged together with the Word of the Lord. Amen. Matthew 18, 20, for where Jesus said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. I know the Lord is with all of us. He said he'll never leave us or forsake us. He's with us always, even to the end of the world. Amen. That means individually when we're by ourselves just roaming around in life, in, in our weekly going about our business. Amen. But something happens when we get two or three or more together. And you know when that happens? When we're in the house of God. And there he is in a more powerful way in the midst of us. You can't have a middle when you only have one. When you have two or more, you can have a middle. And God's right in the midst. Amen. Psalm 134.2, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Amen. We bless Him in this sanctuary. We worship Him. Psalm 150 verse 1, praise the Lord, praise God in the sanctuary. I'll praise Him out there, but there's nothing like praise and blessing in the sanctuary. The house of God is a wonderful place where God speaks to His people. Amen. He speaks to us through the preaching and teaching. He speaks to us when we're praying Amen. Before and after church. Amen. At the altar. He speaks to us when we're praising Him during worship service. He speaks all different ways. Through songs. He ministers to us. Amen. And through His Word, our faith is strengthened. Amen. But you know, the Bible, even though it's very encouraging to read it, and that's very important, we need to study it and read it, but there was never a promise. Amen. That your faith, that, that faith would come by just reading the Word. And I know it does. But we have a promise, amen, that Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And where do we hear the word of God more than anything else? Oh, yeah, we can hear it on the podcast and we can hear it on the radio, but there's nothing like coming to the house of God and hearing it in person, amen, worshiping and saying amen with your brothers and sisters and feeling the power of God as the word goes forth. 
Amen. First Corinthians 1.18, there's the, the importance of preaching. Amen. And I believe God, that, that, that Paul, through the Spirit of God, was talking about preaching in person, where you're there hearing preaching in person. First, and that's where the house of God comes in. First Corinthians 1.18, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it's the power of God. Verse 21, for after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Amen. So preaching, amen, gives the power of God to those that are saved, and preaching saves those that believe. Amen. So once you're saved, you got to get a healthy and regular diet of teaching and preaching of the word. Amen. Because we grow by we grow in grace and the knowledge of, of the Lord Jesus Christ by the ingrafted word that's able to save our souls. We 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 reap the sincere milk of the word that we may grow thereby that's why we got to have the house of God amen you know I've found in my own experience over the years that I always leave the house of God better than when I came in always and because of that I wholeheartedly agree with what David said in the book of Psalms in chapter 122 verse 1 I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord you want to go to church oh yeah I do amen so if you were to ask me what I consider when I look over the several past several decades of serving the Lord, if you were to ask me what I consider to be the one thing, and I mean, there's so many things, but the one thing that has kept me and helped me the most in my walk with God, you know, I could say prayer, I could say reading the Bible, I could say all kinds of things, amen. But I believe that the one thing that's helped me the most, amen, and kept me the most over the years, I would tell you that it was faithfulness, to the house of God. I wanted to be there every time the doors were open. And then I was wondering why they weren't open more. Let's do another service or whatever. Because when I was new, I was all excited, bouncing off the walls and all that kind of stuff. Amen. The house of God excuse me, was so important and is so important in our walk with God. Amen. Psalm 8410. For a day, this is David, amen, a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. I'd rather just be an usher. I'd rather just hold the door for everybody than go out there and say, I'm having fun out here. Yeah, I'm destroying my body. I'm destroying my health. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Amen. That's fun. The tents of wickedness. I'd rather be in the house of God just doing some what people call menial task. As long as I'm in the God's house with God's people, that's valuable to me. So the house of God needs to be a very high priority in the life of every believer. There's no telling, amen, what will happen when God's people get together in His house in Jesus' name. In, in a unified faith and expectation and hunger for God to do something. There's no telling who can be instantly healed any given service. Even Thursday nights when some people think, oh, well, it's just a Bible study. Oh, no, not just a Bible study. We're in the house of God. It's set apart. Anything can happen where Jesus is. 
There's no telling what blessings will be poured out. There's no telling what lives will be changed. Amen. It, might, it just only takes one service to, to, to totally change a life forever. And then Psalms 27.4 One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. And I close with this verse. Very familiar. Psalms 23 verse 6. Last verse of Psalms 23. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I thank God for His house. Whether it's this house or wherever His people gather together, that's His house. And that needs to be a very important priority in all of our lives. And I know I'm looking at people that are making it a priority because you're here tonight on Thursday night. Amen. Worshiping the Lord. Clapping your hands. Let's stand and praise the Lord. Let's praise God in His sanctuary. Let's lift our hands and bless the Lord in His sanctuary. Praise God. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.